From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. 102.7, streaming on the iHeartRadio app. Thank you for listening through your speakers or whatever those little things are inside your ear. Don't forget to clean your earbuds, pods, whatever you use. Yeah. I was I was all up in my ear canal the other day, and I kept scratching it, thinking, why, you know, what's, why is this so itchy-itch? And I and? think it's probably because probably I have buds in my, I mean, how many, if you were to go back, Mark, you probably keep this stat, because you, how many, how many years have I been on this show? We're at 17 years, and we're coming up on nine months. All right. So how many hours of earbuds have been in my ear, you think? Well, I'll have to do the math on that, but that's a lot. <laughs> but you got to wash Yay. those things down. Tubbs, do you practice good earbud hygiene with the earbuds that circulate through these studios? Uh, yes, I do. I wipe ears down, and I replace them every couple of weeks. Then I can't blame you for the ear itch I had the other day. Mm-hmm. Not me. Sis, how are you? How I want to? How's everything going? You've been back for a week plus. Yeah. yeah how yeah. how is it feeling adding this chaos to your daily routine with three kids now? If I'm being completely honest, it is an adjustment. Yeah. But you know, it's doable. Like even just this morning, like I'm still printing sheets, and I'm out of paper now, um, <sighs> because my pumping session went a little bit longer than I thought, and so here I am rushing. And generally, well, don't, take your time. I don't. You can get those papers by seven. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I know. And We're, I don't even know why good. I print it, but it's like old school for me. No, I get it. I mean, I take notes. I write down notes instead of putting them in my phone a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the average TRT, total runtime for a pump session? Um, In the mornings, I like to go for a full 30 minutes. And how much? I really like to just like empty them out, you know. And how much inventory do you create out of a half hour of that? I'll probably get like fourteen ounces. Of and milk. how many days will that cover you? That only covers me for two and a half feeding sessions. So how many days is that? That's well. That's only like her morning, like when she eats in the morning, and then maybe in the early. So half morning. hour inventory creation gives you not even a day. No, 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 no. I have to pump like four or five times a day. So, Mark, you heard that math. How many hours have earbuds been in my ear canal? This is a rough estimate, but I'm going with 15,500 hours. It's kind of nothing. It's kind of junior varsity. Kind of a little JV. bit. Plus, you also, like, some of those years you were wearing cans. You were wearing, like, the big headphones. I was wearing, you know the headphones that you see the helicopter pilots wearing? I was wearing uh-huh. those for a while. Yeah. All right, guys. We must get to uh, some movement here. Let's create some momentum on this Wednesday. If you're just waking up, hopefully you're enjoying your coffee. I had, I, I've been cutting back on my food intake and having more broth than solid foods this week because I'm trying. I, I'm doing what I do every year. I'm running a deficit before Thanksgiving, so I'm trying yeah. to cut back before it's I go smart. forward. Mm-hmm. I do it every year. I play this game. I, I torture myself this week so I can enjoy next week. I just do it. You know, I know it's not right for everybody. I know it's not healthy for everybody, but I do mm-hmm. it. Can't mm-hmm. help myself. I was on a clear liquid diet before I had Sevea, and it was it was nice, but I could only probably do it for a day. Well, yeah. I, I, I'm, 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 in more, I'm in more than a day. But I last night woke up dreaming of being in a kitchen that was roasting tomatoes on the gas flame. Nice. Okay. Oh, wow. And what were they making? Clearly roasted salsa. Yeah, a roasted mm-hmm. salsa. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't mm-hmm. get to see the finished product, nor did I eat it because I'm on broths. But, oh, woke me up that in the middle of the night. That could be brothy. The salsa could be No, brothy. but I can't have tomatoes right now. I'm, I'm literally oh. having broth this week. It is not, it's not 
it's you have to occupy. You got to stay busy. And the problem is, I'm working out too, so it's not. It's hard. Oh. It's, I'm just gonna tell you. Oh, For those people that say, "Hey, you know, dedication. these juice things are easy," they're not. No. They're not. They're not. They're like, once you make it past day two, it's easy. I'm like, it's not. No, it yeah. is easy, actually. It's not. It's I'm not, on it. It's not. I enjoy. I enjoy my juicing. I do. You only have. No, I'm talking about broth. Juice is different oh. than broth. Well, you said juice. So no, I said broth. He did say you broth. Said juice too. He said liquid. Juice too. You guys liquid, are hearing liquid. what you want to hear. You're hearing what you want to Anyway, I'll tell you more about it. But it's all about Thanksgiving. I know I'm going to go nuts. My friend Simon Fuller would say when he eats, he goes berserk. Like on a holiday, he eats berserkly. I like it. <laughs> Tanya, you have a trending report coming up in just a second. What's on the way? Okay, could you date someone with the same exact name as you? I want you to think oh. about that. All right. Well, it applies to some maybe more than others. I don't know. So yeah. <laughs> I'm... I know how I am. I know how I feel when we have holidays. I know how food makes me happy. Mm-hmm. When I eat, I'm happy. When I eat with friends and family, I get happier. And I know mm-hmm. what's coming. Thanksgiving and Christmas are coming. And so this week, and I do it every year, I torture myself the week before the holiday so I can enjoy the holiday. So I'm in day three of the torture. And it's, it's only tea and broth. There are no green juices. I'm working out still. They say don't work out, but I'm doing it. And here is the, this is the first. What do you? What are the results from when you do this? Like, do you drop like six pounds in a week, or like what is I, it? For me, it's half mental, and half anti-inflammatory of the gut. Uh, so this is my my first broth will be the gut calming vegetable broth this morning. I mean, why are they gonna put the mm. word gut in it? No, because gut health is important. If you don't read about gut health, yeah. you should. Right. I know, but you don't need to title your broth it. No, no, no. But you want to, once you know what gut health is, you'll want to call your broth gutty broth. I was going to say, if anything <laughs> says gut in it, I want to take it. Like, yeah, I'm, your gut. I'm like, But that's only recently when we started reading about gut health. Right. I didn't know about True. gut before that. Guts to me was like, ooh, gory. Now, yeah. no. All right, listen. I'll keep you posted. If I, you know, if I need, I can't, I, I am... I am having coffee too. It doesn't say I have coffee, but I'm doing that. Sorry, I can't guys. It's black coffee. It's black coffee. That's right. Oh, wow. um, and it, I, I can't make it strong enough. So, Tanya, <laughs> you asked the question could you date someone with the same exact name as you? For me, Ryan to Ryan, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> no, you would not. Yeah, you would. How yeah, can you tell would. me? If I fell in love with a girl named Ryan? Yeah. Yeah, easy. And like, imagine yourself. In the moment, saying, "Oh, Ryan, how cool is that?" Really? Something I've never, something I've never heard before. <laughs> I'm actually surprised by that answer because I feel like it would be so weird to say your own name. I think you're looking at surface. You're looking at surface here, Tony. I don't mean to, you know, speak to this, but true for me, the name isn't going to be a make it or break it thing. It's about the substance, the person, the happiness, the connection, the bond. What about a Meredith? Impossible. Oh, yeah, it's about the, that's about the person. It's not, mm-hmm. not surface. Yeah, but you can't be with the same name as your sister. That's weird. It's the same thing. It's yeah. not the same, but why do you even bring this up this early? Okay. 
Uh, sorry, I bring it up because our friend Taylor Lautner got engaged over the weekend, and it was just it was beautiful. It was at Paso Robles. It was in a vineyard, and there was like a neon Lautner sign behind, and there was rose petals all over the floor. But her name is Tay Dome, and so when she gets married to Taylor Lautner, her name is going to be Taylor Lautner. It's so fun. <laughs> that became a great oh. couple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be Taylor Lautner. Right, it's, it's TL squared. That's what I TL squared's their yeah. shipping name. But I, yeah. I think that will get messy though. Like you know, with government paperwork. Yeah, and hotel check in. You always yeah. have to use your middle hey, name. Bring it on. Bring the confusion on. Bring the bureaucracy <laughs> confusion into the picture. But she's gonna go by a nickname. They say Tay Dome, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody calls her yeah. Tay, so it's not necessarily. It's like Taylor yeah. and Tay, but, but I just think it's, and they're so cute. <laughs> Like, I mean, Sissini is a unique name. Patricia, not as unique. Tanya, not as unique. Jeffrey, not as unique. Ryan, kind of middle unique. Not really, I guess. But there are a lot of (laughs) girls named Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, there has been that trend. And I think more. But you know how sometimes people call me sis? Michael never calls me sis. And I think it has to do with, like, it would, it kind of feels like, like sister. You know, it's funny. I always call you that, and I never think of sister. I just think of half your name. I know, yeah, but you you're don't. not like, but it, you're not trying to yeah. make out with her. Yeah, hey, I'm not exactly. trying to make out with Jeff Tubbs either. All right, so let's be clear <laughs> while we're here. Okay. So, if you don't want to cry at work, I cried during the proposal of the Adele special the other night this week. I, I was, it. It was. Oh, it's, it'll get you. It'll heart crack mm-hmm. you. Sometimes you just get overwhelmed, and you need to cry. So when you feel that tingle in your nose and the moisture in your eyes, they say drink an ice-cold glass of water, which will lower the temp and turn it down. Now, I like to get the cry out, but if you don't want to do it because you're embarrassed in front of people, they say ice-cold water. Today's quote. If you can't stop thinking about it, don't stop working for it. On air with Ryan Seacrest. A mix of clouds and sunshine today. Highs around 70, 80 inland. We have more of the sold-out Jingle Ball tickets presented by Capital One in just a few minutes. We're a few weeks away now from that show. Less than a month away from yep. that show. Okay. Uh, remember the guy who sent his date a Google form to fill out before they went out? Sort of like a questionnaire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I liked it. I liked it. Me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Graham. And sister, you told us about the couple, Katrina and Graham. Katrina yep. posted that Graham, her now boyfriend, so it worked out, gave her a pre-date Google survey to ensure that they had a good time when they got together. What is bad <laughs> about that? At first, it's kind of, uh, I don't want to say alarming or shocking, but then once you kind of really go through the questionnaire, and you're like, oh, well, this makes sense, because then he's trying to really cater to what kind of date I would want. I would not second guess that at all. Matter of fact, I like it so much that we're going to talk to Graham right now. Graham, good morning. Graham from TikTok. How are you, man? Good morning, friend. I'm I'm doing fine this morning. How are you? Bro, I, I'm doing well. I'm happy to meet you. I We started talking about this questionnaire that you offered your now girlfriend before you guys went out, and I loved the idea of this. Tell me why you decided to let her fill out a questionnaire before your date. Right. Well, I, so we had been friends for quite some time before. 
And, like, I knew that she was either dairy-free or gluten-free, but I didn't know which one it was. And then I had a few more questions, so I just thought, like, in the interest of efficiency, a Google form would be the best way to work it out. <laughs> so you went the, – the gateway to entry here was dietary restrictions, and then you felt like you could go broad. Yeah, no, I yeah we and we had already decided on what date we were gonna do, but I thought like, oh, now that we've made it a date, um, what other options could I put out there that might <sighs> but see, be a little this more is, enticing as a date? This is great. It takes the guessing <laughs> out of the first date. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna like? You know, right? I, I mean, I have struggled with this, Grant, a lot because for me, dating involves food. And I want to know if someone doesn't like to eat before I go out. And I want to know if you're not open to trying other things before I go out. Right? Because if we can't eat together, sorry, we can't be together. Yeah. It's never going to work. (laughs) It's true for me. Sounds terrible. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But uh, she wasn't picky at all. She chose every option. And uh, so we went to an Afghani place. Oh, that sounds great. What'd you have? Uh, I had some sort of wrap, I think. I, I don't quite remember. My focus wasn't quite on the food. Well, that's where I also have problems sometimes on dates. <laughs> I guess so. I get, I get way wrapped up in the wrap. Yeah. Uh, I think for those who can find the levity in it, the sense of humor in it, a cute questionnaire before you go out on a first date is verge genius yeah i think so too wait graham did you send some sort of exit survey as well (laughs) yeah well yeah i sent an exit survey just to uh, commit to the bit really um in the in the tiktok there was the invitation and then at the end there was an exit survey just to like see how the date went and it was just like that's more like a question that you would talk to in person so i just made it funny uh, you add a bunch of symptoms, including tinnitus, nausea, butterflies, and um, fear of the Aww. unknown. Grandma, are both of you redheaded? Um, you know, I've got some red in my beard, and she uh, dyes her hair red. So Okay, I just was curious to know if that was a common denominator when you first started. Mm. No. <laughs> uh, all right, listen, check this out. This is at Instagram, G-R-A-H-A-M dot M-C-C on TikTok. His Google form is in his bio for all the customized stuff there. It's TikTok. (laughs) You got to see it. You got to see it. TikTok. All right, Graham. Thank you so much. You made our day. And you guys are still going strong, right? We're going very. I think I'm going to take his word for it. It's going very strong. Mm-hmm. Don't be shame of a questionnaire before you go on a first date. It's all good. But like, how good does it work? Is what I want to know. Because well, how truthful? Together. How truthful yeah. are you on a questionnaire before you go on a first date? If it were, what do you like to do and eat? I would be completely honest. Yeah. Why would you not? But Tanya, I feel like it would be a little. I feel like I would be a little self conscious to put. You know, I like to eat this, but I don't like to eat cheese and i prefer no brussels sprouts and i don't like this no, but you that. don't do that you say i like barbecue uh, okay. you say i love or like i like sushi i like love street I like food chicken street food. street food i like i like <laughs> would not love a hole in the wall you know ever since you stopped dating you've rusted the wheels
The wheels are okay. rusted. That is Tubbs. not true. Tubbs, you got any WD-40 over there in the engineer cabinet? Sure do. Squish, squirt. We need a little primer. <laughs> so, you know, it's so funny. You guys all, being Patty and Sisney have kids, Tanya know, me know, I have a niece. And since I've spent more time with my niece, the things I'm thinking about, which now I understand how you think sometimes, like, for example... We are all going to rent a place for Christmas to stay in, mm-hmm. a house. And I said to my sister, hey, make sure we can access Disney Plus because I want to <laughs> watch movies with Flora in the evening, you know, before she goes to bed. Yeah. Like there's so many Disney movies I want to show her. Oh, that's the best part of being a parent, I think. I know. It's showing them the Disney movies that you loved as a kid. Yeah. Ratatouille. I'm about to premiere Ratatouille for Flora. Oh, she's going to love it. That's and I can't movie. wait. It's so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. And I, like, secretively, I wanted to be a little foodie because I want to be able to, like, go eat with her when she's growing yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a cute idea for a TV mm-hmm. show. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, wait, what? <laughs> what is it a TV show for? Can it just be real life? I don't know. I think it's cute to have what? like a little a, a little human and a big human together enjoying and sharing oh, food. Oh, it's a it's a buddy cop movie. Mm-hmm. It's a buddy cop movie. Cute. Buddy well, cop. So, kindergarten cop. So what do I do? I take a bunch of kids around and show them different just foods. Just yours, just Flora. Don't get let's not make it messy. Maybe well, it's listen, you. My god kids. We did this with my god kids. When I say we, I mean their parents. Mm-hmm. But my god kids they started tasting different cultures of food early, early, early on, and they love it now. And that's yeah. great. It's really so. hit or miss because we introduce all the foods to Aza and Max, and Aza is the only one that wants to try it. Like, Max is not into it at all. But, like, even last night, we were, we made little goizas. She loves them. So, Aza, Flora, Ryan will be hanging the food court. Yeah. All right, let's get to Whoa Baby Wednesday. All right. Savea mm-hmm. is 13 weeks old. Wow. What is what this week? What has she learned? So she's blowing bubbles, and apparently it's very normal. It's called blowing spit? raspberries. It's spit bubbles, spit bubbles, and she just does. She goes, and they all bubble up, and they look like little raspberries on the tip of her lips. But apparently, I looked it up because I was like, of course, trying to think about what she learned, and I'm like, well, I guess this is something, and it's one of the ways that they develop language skills. And they say babies should start doing it around four months old, but she's three months old, so my baby's advanced. Oh, boy. Now it's bragging rights. <laughs> All right, Aza and Maxson are blank this week. They are super helpful, especially Aza. She wants to help with everything, even hooking me up to the breast pump machine. Like, she wants hands-on for every single aspect of baby land. That's great, though. You have a, a little assistant for everything. I really do. I mean, any time, and, and sometimes, like, yeah, like when I lay down and I'm hooked up to the machine or whatever, I'm like, oh, I'm like, can you grab me that? Or she wants to help put the breast milk back in the fridge when it's done. She wants to put the caps on the little containers. Like, she just wants That's to cute. help with everything. All right. What are some, what, I guess there are tips that you might have. What are some yeah. tips you've learned? I try to find one once a week for you guys. And I think, for today, I'm going to say, make sure you take some time for yourself, even if it's just an hour. I took an hour to go get a facial the other day, and it was the hard reset that I needed. It probably didn't matter if you got a facial or not, just an hour away. That's true. A blessing. <laughs> exactly. Like, I was so happy to be stuck on the traffic in Laurel Canyon for like 
30 right? minutes because I was just like away. <laughs> you know you're a parent when traffic makes you happy. When you're alone in traffic, you're happy. You are a parent. Yep. All right, totally. moments to make you laugh. These kids must be very cute together. Um, This little one can really let them rip. And every time she does, it's hysterical. <laughs> gas. Gas. Oh, she's baby like a gas. Brian. Baby gas. Baby gas. Baby gas. All right, the realest moment, something that you thought you'd never see, blank. Um, Savea is sleeping through the night. Woo! So that Happy means New Year. We, we are sleeping through the night, and it also means that she's kind of growing up fast, so it's a little sad, but no, it's definitely sweet. It's no no bitterness here. We're so excited. Well, that's exciting. It's it really The little is. victories along the way. Mm-hmm. So that's a Whoa Baby Wednesday sheet that we just filled out. It's a verbal sheet. So, yep. dating apps, universally dating apps, or some dating apps are now offering what? Audio um, messages? just the latest dating okay. app to do this. I know the other ones were, I did have the feature already. Um, but it's been, uh, it's been about two weeks since Hinge launched this. And it's basically just doing a voice message okay. on the dating app. So, and I think- n- now you could do a video voice message, but this right. is just voice only. This is just voice only, and I feel like some people may prefer this because then you don't have to really, like, make sure you look completely great. You know, it's just if you want to just drop a line, I think that's perfect. Um, So now you can send these audio notes to your matches, but you can also choose a prompt question or comment that you can have on your profile. You have some examples here? (laughs) Well, so this is how we found out about this is because now these women are going to TikTok and combining a medley of no. all the different messages that men leave them. Okay. And some of them are pretty funny. So this guy responded to the prompt, what I order for the table. Oh, this is important. Uh, I order for the table, Miller lights and fireball shots. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> if you don't, you don't like say it, if sorry. you don't like it, sorry. That's the uh, I mean, fine. If he left, if he guy. stopped at fireball shots, that's an entry. But don't say if you don't like it. And by the way, I would answer that burger for the table. A burger for the table and you chop it up into like fours or something. Always chop it up. Yeah. Always. Even if there's two of you, fours. That's a good mm. move because sometimes you just want the taste of a burger, but you don't want to commit to a full burger. It's well researched. This is well researched, Sissy. I'm not just making this stuff up, fireball. Yeah. All right. What's the next one? Although I would take the fireball shot. All right. This guy was asked for an overshare. An overshare? Like TMI? Uh, yeah. Don't love the question. I was feeling super stressed, so I went to the doctor, and she gave me some pills for anxiety. So I tried them out, and I ended up adopting six pet rats. Okay, no. Bye. Are these Bye. real? <laughs> these are real, yeah. I know, sir. No, ma'am. No, thank you. No, What's thank you. One? This guy was asked for his simple pleasure. Oh, no. I don't know if these questions are great. Having a bath after a long day is literally heaven. Okay, yeah. I like it. Okay, so, first of all, right? you know, okay. the microphone's way too close to his mouth for me to <laughs> want to go out with him. Not you everyone's speak... a professional. No, but still, you don't speak that closely. That's creepy. When you get that close, like, listen to this guy. Having a bath after a long day is no. It's too close. Back it up. Right. Finally, like, he's, he's overmodulated to sound sensual and, and hot and. Sexy. But see, he went the other yeah. way around for me. Yeah. Right. There's a fine line between sensual and sexy. 
and creepy. Yeah. And he crossed it for me. <laughs> so do we like the voice messages or is the video I message better? I think it's good. Better? It could go either I... way because if you saw that guy, maybe if I see this guy. Having a bath. Uh... It would make me think differently. <laughs> or maybe it would think, sure. think differently. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's all risky to me. Oh, man. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Well, Jingle Ball tickets, we only have a couple weeks left to give these away. They're sold out. The tickets are sold out. Got them for you to win 835 this morning. Now, I actually would love to see Ricky and Enrique together. That would be an action-packed show. Tickets for those guys at Honda Center Saturday night. That could be a fun field trip for us. That would be a fun concert for all of us to go to. I feel like Saturday is too soon to make that happen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, I got to plan that stuff. I'm the one with three kids, and I could make it. No, well, you're welcome. Don't worry about it. Because <laughs> you got those three kids that are going to drive you nuts this weekend. All right, Lauren's been on hold patiently. Lauren, thank you for waiting during uh, Kendrick and SZA there. So you think your boyfriend and his mom could be hoarders. What brings you to this conclusion? Well, I'm I'm pretty close to them now. I moved in with, with my boyfriend and his mom in August. And I really wasn't thrilled about living with his mom, but I really needed a place to, to stay. And we had been together for two years or so, so it made sense then. Um, but I did start noticing a bunch of empty glass mason jars in the kitchen um, from the get-go. And I suggested we get rid of them to make room for, for my things and such. And they just wouldn't hear it. And, and it's not that they were mad, but they said that they just needed all of them. Yeah. So um, it's not just that. They also have a bunch of newspapers on the table in the front hall, like like your local stuff. And and I suggested we get rid of them, cancel the subscription. And they said, no, they they needed all of them as well. When you say they both your boyfriend and his mom say the same thing every time. Yep. Every time. Okay. so, Lauren. How is this impacting your relationship with your boyfriend? I think it's very weird. I, I'm naturally a clean freak, so this this disturbs me on a deep level, to be honest. I, I can relate um, to that because I would not be able to function living in a silo, a haystack of newspapers or, or like clutter. I can't, which changed as I grew up. As a kid, I didn't care. As an adult, I cannot function yeah. in clutter. Chaos, I can function in, but not clutter. Mm-hmm. It's maddening. So do you, and- I just met you a minute and 54 seconds ago, but do you, we started talking then. Do you, are you looking for a way out of this relationship? I wish there was a fix to it because other than, than this, this hoarding, it really is pretty perfect. So I just wish that there was an, an awareness on their part. And a willingness to to just basically find a solution. And well, is, is, is there a solution that you and your boyfriend can get away from it? Um, awareness and perhaps even going to a doctor if they refuse to clean up or help me clean up. You know, I I would be happy to do it for them. What's that? <laughs> but uh, 
Right. What is your version have, would be just throwing everything away. <laughs> no, but we've spoken to you said a doctor. We have spoken to somebody about this in the past. Let me look that up because I feel uh -huh. like I Lauren, there are there are people, you, me, I don't know, Susan, are you the same? Can you work through clutter? No, I need like everything needs to be clean. Yeah. There are people that like for example, I've been having dinner with friends in my home. And a picture on the wall is crooked. I cannot continue the conversation at dinner until I fix the picture. Interesting. Oh, wow. <laughs> was that bad? I, I mean, think it was would that think bad. that's pretty. Yeah, but it's petty. true. It throws me off. And so, Lauren, for me, if I, I, I don't know. This to me would be a difficult thing to get through. If you're going to be running, hang on one second. I have an idea. There's uh, who, Mark, our producer. There's a doctor that specializes in this stuff that's in our contacts. Yes, uh, Doctor Lark. I just looked her up. What does she do? She's like an organizing specialist, and she deals with hoarders. She helps hoarders. Oh. I mean, it's a real issue for some people. Yeah, it's a mental. It's a mental. It's like they mentally cannot detach themselves from that item or Just items. Like we can't mentally work through a drawer of things all, or a room uh, or no. a desk of stuff stacked uh, up. It's like cool. even my junk drawer me. is organized. Well, California Closet saved your life. I mean, let's be <laughs> well, clear. That has been a game changer. Dr. Regina Lark, that's her name. Let, let me see if we can get her next with Lauren. Hang on one second. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Oh, 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 Mariah Carey is coming up in a few minutes. We're going to talk to Mariah oh. Carey. It's her time of year. Tis the season. She launches the holiday season every year, unofficially, but officially to me. So we'll talk to Mariah in literally a couple of minutes. And I got your Jingle Ball tickets sold out, presented by Capital One. Lauren is on the line. Mark, are we getting Dr. Regina Lark? She is on line one. Okay. So Lauren, let me bring Lauren back up. She's... uh. Spending time with her boyfriend and her, her boyfriend's mom, and they're hoarders, and they live in clutter, and she can't, she just can't. She's not functioning well around it. And I understand that because I'm like Lauren more so than I'm like her boyfriend. Um, so she's wondering what's the, what's the solution every time she approaches them. They're like, no, we have to stick. This has to stay in our life. We've got to keep the newspapers coming, stacking up. We've got to keep the mason jars on the shelf. So, Lauren, are they trying to tell you something? Um, maybe that I'm in the way as opposed to things. Because you're staying with them, it. am I right? You're staying with them? Yes. Well, do you, is there a chance you won't stay with them? If there is no fixing it, yeah, absolutely. Wow. I would definitely well, Is there out. a chance is you and your boyfriend cannot stay with mom? Oh, but he's no also the issue, so I know he would be hoarding as well, it seems. Okay. I'm no expert. I'm no Dr. Regina Lark, who's on the other line. But this sounds to me like you don't want to be in this relationship, and you just haven't told yourself that yet. But Dr. Regina, thanks for coming on. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well. So Dr. Lark is an organizing and productivity specialist based in Los Angeles. Um, Regina and her ninja organizers provide professional, <laughs> physical, emotional, psychological support for people who wish to clear clutter and chaos from their lives. I will tell you, it works, it helps, it calms me. I think it reduces cortisol, Dr. Regina. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. And I, I want to um, 
Sam, just like you, Ryan, with the picture, it's not oh my weird, gosh. it's a gift. <laughs> it, it, it can also keep me awake at night, I have to tell you. Um, what, what do you Lauren's on the line. How do you advise yeah. Lauren, who's in this situation? What do you tell? What do you say? Okay, Lauren, I am um, I'm hearing your anxiety about all of this, and if you and, and all the adults in the household, if you can have a conversation about what, what are there common areas that can be kept neater? It does, nothing has to be thrown away. You know, nothing has to, without, you, you don't want to create more anxiety. But if you can have a conversation about what are common areas, like the kitchen is usually a common area that, that may be able to be kept neat. Um, the stairwell could be a common area that things aren't um, on the stairs. So if there's a way to have that conversation about where we can compromise, where can the compromise be? I get that the living room is going to look this way, but can the kitchen become more adaptable for everybody in the household? Well, what's your quick reaction to some of that guidance, Lauren? I mean, as long as they're, they're budging they're willing to to meet me halfway then i'm i'm more than happy to take this journey with them um but if not then well dr um, regina you're not gonna like what i'm gonna say here but i'm not so sure lauren really (laughs) wants to be in this relationship i think she's looking for you don't know that i'm just telling what i think lauren I mean, I've certainly been questioning it. I'm. I feel like part of me is definitely huh? trying, but but still, yeah. you're seeing some writing on the wall. Hmm? Yeah, I don't know whether to call them red flags or well, or just me being pessimistic. Well, I wherever, whatever flags they are, however many, put them in a nice box and cover them up. All right, put them away <laughs> and organize those flags. Um, Label them. All right, Doctor Regina Lark. Thank you very much for coming on. You're welcome. Lauren, Thank you. You have lots of different views here. Good luck. It is something people really, really struggle with and need yeah. to either compromise or it may just not be compatible. But keep us posted, Lauren. Good luck. Okay. Thank you. Bye. I, I Again, these are serious things that people deal with. Uh, obsessive compulsion disorder, hoarding. Mm-hmm. Also, maybe Lauren's not compatible. With her boyfriend. That's what I'm hearing. It doesn't have to be because of organization skills, though. I feel like if they can no, work on this. it doesn't have this. to be, but this right. may be disguised as not being compatible. I also think, Ryan, you might be a control freak. <laughs> Why do you say think? <laughs> think. Because I don't know for sure. No, for sure. I'll tell you. I love to be able to like have everything yeah. running on like like the train leaves the station yes. and everything's organized in the cars. Uh-huh. That's the way I look at it. It's, yeah, it's yeah. But in relationships, way. you can't control everything. No, no, so no, this, no, there, no. We no, might no, be no. onto something. This might be no. a pin in the I, cushion. I can compromise the relationship. I'm just telling you that I don't think Lauren and the boyfriend are totally compatible, and this is the way of the universe speaking it. That's what I see. No, I love being a control freak. <laughs> on air on air with Ryan Seacrest so I just bringing in our dear friend Mariah Carey it's great to see you Mariah 
It is always great to see you, Ryan. How are you, darling? Doing well. Uh, you look fabulous. You sound fabulous. We'll get to the business in a second, but I think over the years, we've always compared the opposite schedules that you and I live, right? Yes, we have. And I was just saying, I don't know how you do this every day. Like, I really don't. Well, So when our alarm goes off, it's like 5. What's happening with you at 5 a.m.? Typically, I'm still in the studio or like winding down to go to sleep. I like it to at least be dark when I go to sleep. I remember at one point, and I think, you know, Randy and I came over to your house years ago and you were talking about, Uh I think you were swimming for exercise. Yeah, Randy Jackson. I think you were Uh swimming for exercise, but like in the middle of the night, right? Well, yeah. And actually that lady is here. She's from France. Her name is Patricia and she's here. And, um, you know, she's, uh, she helps me out when I can get it together. Um, What time does she do swim lessons? Because she, well, she's like a yogi and like she teaches the yoga people, but she's a, she's an, I don't know. She went on Oprah with me once and it was a whole thing about her water aerobics. Like she's just like an amazing, right. she weighs two pounds. She's like, you know, <laughs> it's not hard for her to say like it is. Oh, uh, you know, we get, Mariah, you'll appreciate this. I think we get these, uh, these little sheets, right? Like this that have all the accolades. I don't right. think that there's been a sheet that's been that jam packed of accolades for anybody that I've talked to on this show. So I could read them all, but I'd run out of my window of time with you. But let me just say best-selling female artist of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, Mariah Carey is on with us. And this is, I mean, your season is all seasons, but this is really your season. I mean, you have you have an ownership of what could be called the biggest holiday of all time as yeah, well, all time. Well, I think it is the biggest holiday of all time, but I don't consider myself having an ownership. But like, I love, I, I'm appreciative of it. But I have to tell you, I saw a video like, I guess yesterday of, of like a bunch of people in a club two days ago, right? And they're jumping up and down, singing at the top of their lungs and the DJ cuts it. He, they're singing to all of them for Christmas Eve and he of cuts course. it out on that line and it's like screaming and loud. And I was like, this is unbelievable. Never ever would I have thought when I first wrote that song, like it would become this thing, you know? But it makes me really happy just to be able to share that with with people, you know what well, I mean? Now you have a new song, Fall in Love at Christmas. And yeah. I'm thinking, and this is with uh, Khalid and Kirk Franklin, which is yeah. out now. But, I mean, a little risky to go and do another Christmas song after <laughs> the biggest one of all time. Do you think this is the only new Christmas song I've done, Ryan? I have to spoil you on this. I have, like, four Christmas albums, I've okay? seen, excuse me, I've seen your special, okay? I have paid for the special. We did so the new special this year, by the way, is gonna be fabulous. I'm super excited. Joseph Kahn um did some and I did some work together that I'm thrilled with anyway. Long story short, um, yeah, we did O Santa last year with Ariana Grande and Jay Hud. Mm-hmm, that was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I had written that years before with JD and Jermaine Dupree, for those who don't know. And this is a brand new song, though. It's like, it's like a, for me, I don't know if you heard it, but it's a love song. That's why I called it Fall in Love Christmas. And then it goes to church. And Kirk Franklin, you know, put that his choir on there. And we wrote that, you know, we wrote it together for the, for the bridge. And then the outro comes in and you're like, you're lifted to a whole nother place. It's so not all I want for Christmas is you. It's, it's a difference, a love song. So I'm not trying to compete with, with my own song. I just did it because <laughs> I thought it'd be nice to have something in, in a little bit of a different genre. And it is, it is a nice message for right now. You know what I mean? Like the way the world, the world is. Let me let me play a little bit of that. She's talking about it now. Fall in love at Christmas. Right? Every Christmas
Yeah, a different tempo. For but sure. it, but the mm. funny thing is that part is its own thing, right? And yeah. then you think the song is over, and, and then, then the choir comes in and it goes to like a whole nother thing. So I always, when I was playing it for people as we were working on, I was like, okay, you gotta don't think it's over when you wait hear the last it. note. <laughs> wait, wait, wait for the bum bum bums <laughs> to come in, and then you know. Do you work? I guess you work on a song like that when it's not the season to work on a song like that or play a song like that, right? Yeah, like I think we started writing it like around May and then, you know, went back and forth with different ideas and stuff. And um, yeah, but I I have this thing where I don't want to get too into Christmas decorations and stuff until it's actually time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but when I do write a Christmas song, I decorate the whole studio. We are in the Butterfly Lounge right now. You can see the a Butterfly bit Lounge is yeah. pretty. You have to see this video. We'll post it up. So but the cute. Butterfly Lounge is pretty on. I like the Butterfly I, I, Lounge. We yeah. so we started with Butterfly Lounge Atlanta. That's the first one, and that's where um, uh, Kirk Franklin came when we started writing. You know, the ending and the outro together, and the bridge and stuff, and then it all came together. And we did the video here. So I don't know if you saw the video, but it's really uh, I love the video, and I think it's a nice look. It's part of my. I have a lot of Christmas songs, um, but this is a really unique. I think um, way to start from like it, it was inspired by Green Sleeves. You know that song Green Sleeves. Yeah. So I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so wait, so, so, Mariah, so yeah. you, where is that butterfly lounge there? Right here, we're in LA. That's the LA. Right. Okay, the LA butterfly lounge. Yeah. Wait, are you uh, in New York? I don't know what happens. I am. With- yes, they're in LA. I'm in New York. Yeah. How do you? How do you? How can you be in my city? I miss New York. <laughs> <laughs> you can. You can. It's open. Come anytime. I know. I'm working in <laughs> my apartment. Long story. Come visit. Um, hey, today is Macy's Wishlist Wednesday. So we partnered with Macy's, who's working with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. As you know, Mariah, it's a great foundation. does so many wonderful mm-hmm. things. Uh, you can go to Macy's.com slash believe to write a letter to Santa, because every letter submitted to Santa online, Macy's going to donate a dollar to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Uh, I, By the yeah. way, I have an, I had love Make-A-Wish. I've, I've had so many incredible experiences with the Make-A-Wish kids that have come to shows. Um, I'm actually talking about something for this coming Christmas as well with with make a wish and i haven't announced it yet or whatever but um they gave me an award once and it was so sweet it was like the mariah carey make a wish award so i feel like they really do make a difference in people's lives i totally support i've had the experience of seeing you with your fans and your fans with you over the course of the years and it really is i I mean look i know you get to do a lot of wonderful things but to see how what kind of impact you and your music have had on young people and people who grew up with the songs it really is special. I mean, it's like I, I, I feel an emotion talking about it because I've seen it. And, and it's it's hard to put into words. It, it really is, especially, honestly, it's very emotional because sometimes if it's some, I mean, it's, you know, it sometimes can be someone's dying wish to meet you or talk to you or do something. And that is a huge thing to mm-hmm. absorb. So, you know, you're trying to stay festive and stay happy. And I think that's the best way and that's what they deserve you know what i mean whoever your music your music gets people through tough times tough times of all ages thank you uh (laughs) listen i know you're you're very busy today but wanted to say thank you for coming on fall in love at christmas another christmas hit from mariah carey it is also with khalid and kirk franklin it is out now big hugs i hope to see in person soon i hope so too say hi to my city i love you you got it bye mariah (laughs) thank you bye guys On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. We'll say the name Staples Center just for a few more weeks. Wow. You know, I Mm -hmm. guess I take for granted that it's really not 
the Staples Center. It's a building, and they sell the <laughs> marketing rights, the right. naming rights to the building, right. right? Because it's a structure. And when we grew up way back in the day, structures were not sold with advertising. It was just like, no. that's the building, right? Like, right. that's the arena. Mm-hmm. And Staples and so, has been Staples Center for 22 years. It's just... Oh, you, you know, I remember feel it. <laughs> being downtown when they were building it and all yeah. of the excitement around mm-hmm. everything going to be down at, at Staples Center. And, of course, look at to see what grew downtown and, and how da- yeah. downtown evolved over time. Mm-hmm. But the deal LA is Live. up. The deal is up. You have to wonder, like, so when you when you spend a billion dollars for the naming rights of an arena, do you look back and go, hey, we got our money's worth? You know, we sold a lot of Staples. <laughs> That's a great question. I, I mean, if I worked there in the marketing department, you'd want to do a little review of, <laughs> did we sell more binders? You know, did we right, sell right, more right. pens? Well, for a while, that era, yes. Is everyone going to Staples now? I mean, more online than actually going into a physical store, but. Well, here, so here's the deal. I guess starting Christmas Day and yeah. through 2041, <laughs> 2041. Wow. Are we alive then? Yeah. It's 20 years. Relax. It seems like forever. If you ever thought <laughs> that we would be talking about 2041, you would have thought we were crazy. Uh, but 2041, Lakers, Clippers, Kings, Sparks will be at the Crypto.com Arena. <laughs> I think it's a good <laughs> no. sign for anybody that invested in crypto. That's true. I, mean, I, I don't I, think we're ever going to call it Crypto.com, though. We're going to just call it Crypto Arena. The crypto arena or crypto or arena? Like, or like C. No, I think we're called crypto. <laughs> no. I think C doesn't quite get you there. But they're saying this is the richest naming rights deal in sports history. And they paid like, what, $700 million for the next 20 years? If For anyone that dabbled a dollar into the investment of cryptocurrency, I like it as a sign. I, you I think know it's what? a good I'm sign. I'm happy. Uh-huh. Right? And I did. Yes. I... I, I Threw a few bucks into this crypto world after our conversation here, and Patty trying to explain yeah. it to me. I got we'll a little see. doge. I got a little oh, doge. I'm happy. Yeah. You got a little I do doge. Think, I do mm-hmm. think it should have been named like Bryant Arena. but I agree. That would have been nice. But, you know, we get it. $700 million. I mean. Yeah, I think your heart is there. Right. And then you've got these businesses that they're running, right? The venue and paying for the upkeep and the maintenance of all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just, how's the signage change? Like Christmas Eve overnight when Santa's out, they're going to flip that sign? I, yeah, I don't know. When I saw the image today of it, I, my heart, like, I don't know. I instantly thought that it was being changed to Kobe Bryant Arena. Like I thought that too, Patty. And when I, then when I actually like read it, I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you start thinking about what do we get? We got Dodger Stadium is not called Yamava Field yet, you know. <laughs> That's true. Gosh, does that also mean that we'll be able to buy our concert tickets, Laker tickets, Kings tickets with crypto? crypto. I imagine so, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you got to think there's a strategy here, right? That oh, they didn't yep. buy the seven hundred million dollar naming rights to use cash, <laughs> right? That is nuts. That is like we're literally living history right now. Like, that is crazy. Well, let's mark this tape, Tubbs, 2041. When we're here that morning, first day, second day, whatever day it is of 2041, let's play this back and see what's happened since, because I'm looking forward to that. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. 
Let me bring in Jonathan Chebin right now. You know Jonathan Chebin from the world of the Kardashians. You met him. You've seen him over the years. Tight with the family. Chris Jenner actually executive producing this new show. Now, I want to have him on because apparently he's changing his name to Food God, and his show is the show I auditioned for and must not have gotten. Because Are you being serious? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't no, go to an audition, not. but I think basically if you listen to this show over the years, it's oh, essentially okay. an audition to do the show he's doing. Mm-hmm. Let's get to it. Jonathan Chebin, bring him in. Here I am. So we were just talking about you. Perfect timing. I was saying this is this show is way, way, way up my alley. So I, when you make a reservation now, do you make it under Food God? Did you change it to that now? Oh, yeah. Everything's Food God, not just reservations. My whole entire life is literally Food God. It's a brand. I went to court. I changed my name. I heard it's that. the real thing. Yeah, it's, it's real. It's the it's whole so, thing. I can't believe it wasn't taken. It was not taken. I can't believe it either. And I got it on Instagram. If it, if you don't get it on Instagram, then you can't it do it. Exist, so until right? I had it on Instagram, yeah, it doesn't exist. Like, this is it. You know, we've all come out of the pandemic looking for a happy place. And when I hear your now name, Food God, it does make me happy. I mean, you and I have known each other a long time. I'm a massive foodie. Uh, I said to Sissini and Tanya and Patty earlier, it's amazing that I auditioned for this show and I – it's not amazing. I didn't get it because you got it. But well, there's one show you didn't get. Thank God. Leave leave one for me. I've known you forever. Leave leave one show for me. Come on. This is the one. We're all working towards this one. I love the idea, Jonathan. So tell us about Food God, which is on Discovery Plus. What you're doing in the show? Right. Basically, you know what? Everybody's been kind of locked up for two years in their homes, just watching TV. Now I want people to get out there uh, and, and kind of see these new experiences. Restaurants are really trying to come up with original, crazy experiences for people. And I take people on the road. It's a combination of a travel and food show mixed with social media. And I think it's kind of the first of its kind because usually all the shows just go into the kitchen, go into the recipes and the chefs. I'm the opposite angle. I care about the restaurant, the food and the experience. And no one's ever taken it from that angle made it fun, bring fun friends along. And that's kind of what I wanted to do. That's what I do, you know, every day, but life. I really wanted people to see it. In real life, we, we find the coolest places. I tell people, they're like, oh, we went to this. Did you hear about this place opened up? You know, it's a big thing now in New York is these private clubs. That's a whole new new world like that's happening in New clubs? York too. Uh, like Zero Bond, like these membership clubs are opening up huh. in LA, New York. It's a whole like new breed of things. So being food god, I need to be you know, on the forefront of it, Zero Bond, Casa Cipriani. But I also take people to get, you know, coolest buffalo wings in Connecticut right. with 50 different flavors. And I do everything. And that's why it works. It's for everybody. What, Jonathan, what's something outrageous you've seen or will see? Oh, my God. Well, I just I saw in, in, on my show there was a place uh, called X-Pot, X-Pot in Las Vegas. And they do the most insane hot pots that I've ever seen. They're so beautiful. I, I, I was like, I cannot believe this exists. And it's about, a, I think the restaurant probably costs $15 million to make. And the, the way they do the spices is they put them into almost like a bath bomb, but it's a teddy bear, but all the spices are infused mm-hmm. to it. So they put the teddy bear into the, like the bouillon and it kind of melts in there. And they just, it's the most beautiful, beautiful thing. Also another place in LA uh, that I went to, they have these rainbow bow, bow buns and rainbow dumplings, which are absolutely just, stunning not only to look at but you know you eat something so beautiful 
And for me, it's all about the experience, not just the food. It's the beauty yeah. of it. I, Jonathan Chevin talks about food with the same intensity I do. It's like watching yeah. me. I love that. I love that. It feels right. When you connect with the, with a real foodie, it gets like more elevated. By the end, you got two people with two drool balls, like talking totally. to each other, like like two dogs. Do you know, it's, I often have this fantasy where I will take a Saturday afternoon, start at four, finish at eight, nine, whatever, and go to three places. The first, and it could be whole, it could be buffalo wings, and then a burger, and then yes. a burrito, and then something afterwards. Yes. But that would be my ideal day: is journey through different places to eat all before the sun goes down. And that's basically my every day. So, like, I go to these. Cre- <laughs> I found I found actually a place that won a burger bash called Ted's Burgers in a parking lot in Wynwood in Florida, and he rents a little hut inside of a outside of a of a brewery. And I saw the picture of these burgers. I said, I need to go there. The line was like really around the corner. And I was like, this is like unbelievable. So I actually, he saw me, the guy. I said, I need to try these burgers. I blew this place up to where it was around the corner. Now it's around the block. Uh, everybody starts going to this place. And it wins like some big burger award, a, a wow. burger bash from a place that nobody's ever heard. And then they smash the burgers with the onions. And you oh, just drool yeah. when you see it. Get, yeah, I know. It's oh. like that. It's crazy. It's great, but there's a big line now. So there's you can it doesn't just need to be smashed potato; it can be smashed burger. I like that concept. Smashed, so smashed that you see the grill through through some parts of the beef. That's how flat they make it. Then they put the onions and they beat them in there with a potato bun. And when you get this thing, you're like drooling by the time you get it. So I love finding all this kind of stuff. My stomach is growling. All right, Jonathan Chevin here, Food God. Watch Food God now streaming on Discovery Plus. Hey, brother, great to see you. Send my love to everyone, all right? I will, Ryan. You're the best. I love when I bump into you. We always bump into each other at concerts backstage. That's how it always works. So he, I'll see you at another concert. He has the life we're aiming to have, just so you know. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. No, you're, you're my idol. You're, you're my idol. <laughs> Let's go eat bur- smash some burgers soon, man. You take good care. All right, bye, guys. Right, bye, everyone. Bye, Jonathan. Bye. Isn't it great to see and feel someone that has – the passion for something like that. I mean, I, I I haven't seen all the episodes, but you just know that guys, he's loving what he's doing. Exactly. Because of his Having intensity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never That's heard you speak that way about engineering. Ever. <laughs> How many years you've been here? You've never gotten on the mic and said, you know what, Ryan, I'm going to get this conductor and cable it up to the wall. And you are going to be so sounding so crisp and bold today. Why? Because oh. I love engineering. I've never heard that from you. <laughs> Can you imagine that pep talk every day? Yeah, like oh, that would be that would be. Well, you got all much. kinds of things in the corner. Speak highly of it. What's going on? <laughs> oh, we got some Comrexes over there. We Ooh. got all kinds of cables and uh, routers and yeah. connectors. You, <laughs> you got to see it. Oh, you gonna get into some Comrex <laughs> router connecting it. later? You got to see it to believe it. Check it out, it. streaming right now on Engineer Plus. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, router. That's what I need. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. We're wrapping up here. Thank you for having us on this morning. I got to tell you, tomorrow it's an all-new Ryan's Roses. Weirdly, there's no shortage of people that want to get on Ryan's Roses before the holidays. So we'll do that again tomorrow. This one, she found something in their home scanner that has a very concern. What's a scanner? A scanner? Like to scan a photo? Oh, all right. I thought it was like a police scanner or something. 740 tomorrow. Until then, good luck. (laughs) Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. 
Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.